0: Welcome to the ENA Podcast.
1: This is the ENA Podcast, and this is Dan Campana, the Director of Communications with the Emergency Nurses Association, welcoming you to our latest episode. And and as many of you know, it is award season, as uh, we talked about in an earlier episode. We highlighted our Kelleher Award winner for this year, and uh, we continue award season today with probably the most sought-after recognition that ENA has, and that is the Lantern Award, which for more than a decade has been recognizing uh, excellence in in the ED across the country and internationally. Uh, As many of you may remember, last year was the first international EDs to be recognized, and Uh, We have another milestone this year with the first Veterans Affairs ED to be recognized, and that is the Milwaukee VA Medical Center's ED up in Milwaukee, a little bit north of where we're at here at ENA headquarters. And to talk about that, I've got Ben Talin, Milwaukee VA Medical Center's Division Manager for Acute Outpatient Nursing, and Ashley Lunkenheimer, the Executive Clinical Nurse Consultant with the VA Office for National Emergency Medicine, to talk a little bit about the recognition. So Ben and Ashley, welcome to the ENA podcast.
0: Thank you so much. Very glad
1: to be here. Yeah, thanks, Dan. So Ben, I'm going to start with you. When you hear first VA ED to be recognized uh, with the Lantern Award, uh, you know, reading up on it a little bit, you've you've had quite a journey, it sounds like, over the last several years. But uh, uh, how did it register the first time you heard, you know, from ENA President Jen Schmitz that, uh, that you guys had received a Lantern Award?
2: Yeah, thanks, it's probably the most excited I've been professionally in a few years now, uh, considering COVID and everything going on in the world today. Um, Was really excited to hear the hard work of our staff and our ED has paid off and um, especially for our frontline nurses. And it's just crazy to think, you know, the VA has been around for a long time and there's, you know, over a hundred emergency departments in the VA and we see about 2 million veterans across the whole country to think we were the first uh, to take that journey and get there.
1: It, it was good. It was, yeah, it was excellent. So, tell me a little bit about you know how you get there because unlike uh, private hospitals or private hospital systems, uh, you know you may have some other challenges to go through. But you know, we you know without reiterating your entire application, I mean, what were some of the areas that you really focused on uh, that you highlighted when you applied for the Lantern Award?
2: Yeah, you know, I think the VA is different than the private sector, right? So we, you know, we have a mission and that's to care for veterans of our military and and that's unique. We're the only health system on the planet that's focused exclusively on caring for veterans of the military and the way we do business is different. So when a veteran comes to our ER, we really take a holistic approach to their care. So not only are we focused on their medical emergency or injury, but also on their mental health and any social illnesses they may have. And you know, our journey was really a complete transformation. So, you know, historically, emergency medicine, the VA isn't where it's at today. Um, you know, a different model of care, different delivery style. Um, and yeah, it really starts with the staff. So getting the people who are connected to our mission, who wanna be there, about a third of our, our nurses and docs are veterans of the military are still in the reserves or National Guard themselves. So there's a, a big connection to our mission. Um, and yeah, so that was one of our first things we did is who's on our team and we want to get the right people there for the right reason.
1: Actually, you know, just looking at the bigger picture, Ben started to allude to it a little bit, but, um, you know, the VA having a, a, a different, uh, a different audience, if you will, um, you know, for, for the things that, that you do, um, you know, how would you talk a little bit about what the emergency department and a VA, um, you know, what, what you face and, and maybe a little bit more about that holistic approach that Ben referenced.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So the VA is the largest integrated healthcare system in the country. And so we serve as been mentioned, tons of people um, in a variety of ages and conditions. We are a little bit different, right? So our population is mostly male, mostly adult, mostly geriatric adult, I should say. And so There are some different challenges. Our two big items of focus in our emergency departments are geriatric care, making sure that we're giving exceptional care to that age population, and also um, mental health, making sure that we're supporting our veterans in that way as well. I think something that's a little bit unique with the VA, as Ben alluded to, um, in the private sectors, as I've worked both, um, is that we do have a total whole health picture of care. So
1: In typical emergency
0: departments, you wouldn't likely have a connection with a patient's primary care provider or with physical therapy or with other care modalities. The VA is a little bit different in which all of those things are connected for our veterans. So if a veteran comes to the emergency department, we are sharing that information with their VA primary care provider. We are providing physical therapy Um, follow-up. One of our number one diagnoses is low back pain. It's typical in every emergency department. And so we're able to provide those extra resources even outside of those couple of things to ensure that veterans aren't just treated and treated, but are receiving care in multiple modalities so that they can truly live a whole um, and better life after their emergency department visit.
1: So one of the things I've read about um, you know it was really around patient satisfaction, which there's so many different things that go into that Ben. Um, you know, but that seemed like a, a point of emphasis for you know for your V for your ED in particular. Um, but And the contributing factors to that are, are, are pretty numerous. So talk a little bit about that aspect of the journey, which was how you, know, you go about changing the perspectives that your patients have when they walk away. And uh, the, the thing that really stood out in some of the materials I was reading, as well as how you, uh, involved your nurses were and in, in, in really had the ability to, to take charge, to find the solutions to not just improve the scores, which are important, but really make sure the quality of care was at the highest level.
2: Yeah, you know, we were really lucky that we have the nurses that we do. Uh, we have some of the best ED nurses on the planet, I believe. And like I said, I think it really starts with, you know, recruiting and retaining those people who are really connected to your mission. Um, and that's what's important to our veterans. So when a, a veteran comes to our ED or any other VA hospital, uh, it's not just going to the hospital for them. This is like a continuation of their military service. Um, there's a lot of shared cultures and uh, cultural beliefs, values, and, you know, even language and signage in a VA hospital that you'd see like in a military installation. Um, we're the experts in caring for veterans who have a mental health crisis related to their military service or have long standing physical injuries from their military service. So making sure they feel welcome and comfortable is a big part of what we do and You know, I think one of the things our our staff really took ownership of over the last few years is improving the way we deliver care to our female veterans. So female veterans are our fastest growing population in the VA in particular in our emergency department. Um, And like Ashley said, for many years, you know, I first started at the VA as a staff nurse in our ICU. I didn't care for a female patient for almost three years. Like there just, there weren't any, um, you know, yeah. Big difference from my prior uh, world. Um, You know, and now we see them every single day in all of our clinics and in our ED. So our nursing staff really took ownership of, you know, how do we deliver care? You know, are we doing the right assessment? Do we have the right supplies? Do we even have the right medications? Or, you know, do we have the right things set up for privacy for our patients? And, you know, they completely revamped the way we deliver care to our female veterans. And, you know, when you talk about a good experience for the patient, then you hear about that, right? So our female veterans share you know, this is a totally different ED than what it was five or six years ago. We feel safe, we feel welcome. And so I think it's a nice example of how our staff really took ownership over uh, a practice uh, and really changed
1: it for our patients. Actually, when we look at the the qualifications that are assessed in the Lantern Award, you have a lot of things that in the, uh, what I'll call the traditional uh, in, in emergency department environment, things like, you know, patient flow and boarding and, you know, things like that. What are, what are some of the things that make the VA different in those respects, and you have different challenges when it comes to what might be the common things you see elsewhere, but maybe aren't as common, or maybe are just very different in, in, a, in a Veterans Affairs uh, hospital as a whole, but certainly within the ED there?
0: Yeah, so I think we have similar focus actually. So, we for a very long time didn't have the challenges that the private sector hospitals experienced as far as boarding and holds and um, long wait times. But with COVID, those things have changed. So, we're in a totally different place, and that has required us to rapidly adjust our business model because. The last thing we want is for a veteran to walk into emergency department, see an extraordinarily long wait room, and walk out and either not get the care that they need or go to a community partner that maybe doesn't have the experience in education to treat veterans in the special way that we treat them. And so we've really um, looked at processes and utilized data to improve those metrics, as well as relationships with our community partners. There are things that our community partners do so well, such as care and trauma, we're never gonna be the trauma centers, right? We're a VA. Um, So we do have to utilize those partnerships, but there has been a massive increase in focus on the throughput of patients, movement of patients throughout the hospital, timely discharges, communication about wait times and making sure to keep our veterans informed and safe and get them back to a doctor as quickly as we can. One of those things that we've developed that's a little bit different than the private sector is a nurse first. And what that looks like is that's uh, a nurse at the front door of every VAED greeting patients who arrive. It's not the triage nurse, it's, an, it's a nurse first. And so their job is to make sure that the very first person a veteran sees is a clinician who can quickly look them over, make sure that they're safe, make sure they don't need immediately rushed back, make sure that they have clinical eyes on them, um, regardless of any wait times. They're seeing a clinician before they see anybody else, including administrative folks, getting them registered clinician first. And so that's something that we've developed over the last few years that I think has had great success, not only in our flow metrics, but also in our patient experience as well. The,
1: the next question, you know, for you, Ashley, is really what, what does this do for the VA as a whole, you know, in the emergency side uh, to have, you know, Milwaukee recognized in this way? Does this help set some, um, set some goals maybe across the board? Or, or you know, is, are they now an example that can be held up as anything is possible when it, ter- when it comes to um, earning these recognitions and, and being measured um, among the best that there are across the country and, and in some respects across the world?
0: Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. I don't know of a time recently that I have felt more proud than when Ben called me and let me know that he had won this award. And he probably had to tell me 25 times to Keep it under wraps and not tell anyone because I was ready to blow the top off and let everyone in the world know this is huge for us. I think we have really worked to be leaders in healthcare and particularly in emergency medicine as it has transformed after the last several years with the pandemic. And I could not be more proud. My team could not be more proud. The VA could not be more proud of Ben and his team at Milwaukee for achieving this exceptional award for the very first time, not only in VA history, but Wisconsin history as well. And we are so proud of him. And um, what we have done internally is had Ben speak with all of our leaders, um, nursing, physician, administrative, to talk about how he's done this, why it's important, what you have to do to do that so that we can continue and hopefully make this an annual trend that a VA is recognized. Because we we value so much our partnership with ENA, and um, just that strive for excellence aligns so well with the mission of the care we want to provide our patients. And so, yes, we could not be more excited, and this is a huge deal for us. We're super proud.
1: So, Ben, just to follow up on that, you know, um, you go through all this work and, and are recognized for, for all those efforts and and now you get to be sort of the, that centerpiece and, and helping <laughs> others along the way. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it's great to wear the crown, you know, in that respect. But, um, you know, when it comes to the bigger change that you can help instill, I mean, is that... Uh, that's got to feel good for you, but how about for your staff to know that they're, you know, they may be trendsetters in some respects because they're going to help, um, you know, raise the bar even more for some of their their peers around the country.
2: Yeah, you know, and like Ashley said, what an honor, right? And I think one of the great things about the VA, in particular with emergency medicine, is we have a really strong um, and robust network of collaboration between our sites. So the VA has different regions of care. We have. Monthly meetings with all of our EDs in our region. We meet monthly with Ashley and the national team and all the you know regional leaders. Um, we have regular meetings with the national program office, and our staff nurses are involved in this already. So, you know, one of the nice things is when something's going well at one site, we have a mechanism to easily share that with other sites and vice versa. So. Yeah, you know the my message to our staff was like, we this is great. We got there. Now you have to stay there, and you have to help others get there too, and share all the good things you've done, and really be leaders. You know, not only in the VA but for the community as well. We have a, a strong relationship with our community partners here in Milwaukee too.
1: So that said, the mix of phone calls that were congratulatory versus, hey, can we borrow that idea from you? What, <laughs> what's that balance been like for you so far?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, a, a mix of both, and you know, there's a lot of excitement and our staff are, were, are totally pumped. They couldn't be more excited and more proud uh, to see their hard work pay off. And, you know, I think there's like a shock phase when something like this happens, especially when it's like the first time ever, like, wow, like we actually did this. We And we did it during a pandemic. Like that was, you know, my big thing too, is like, wow, you know, our staff really stepped up at the hardest time in healthcare in my life, um, you know, and they really shined and they did an amazing job.
1: Well, you know, we're we're honored to have you as part of the podcast, and certainly proud of uh, being able to have you uh, represent the first VA uh, within the Lantern Awards and the, the recognition goes far beyond the podcast as much as I'd like to think this is the most prestigious part of the process but uh, certainly being featured in ENA Connection Magazine and being featured and honored as part of Emergency Nursing 2022 in Denver uh, so certainly you're going to get to uh, to bask in the, the spotlight a little bit more uh, and uh, all while continuing to do good work so I, I'm sure that uh, like you said that honeymoon phase maybe extends for a little bit longer um, but you know Know, the work never stops, right?
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Well, uh, Ben uh, Ben Talin and uh, Ashley Lunkenheimer, I appreciate you both uh, joining the ENA podcast today to talk about uh, uh, this uh, this major success for Milwaukee VA's uh, VA Medical Center's ED, and uh, appreciate you being a part of the podcast today.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Dan.
0: Thank you so much for your time. We're super honored and appreciate your time today.
1: And you know, as I mentioned, uh, they will be uh, and all of the uh, Lantern Award winners and, and our other individual and state winners will all be uh, honored as part of Mercy Nursing 2022 as part of the Hall of Honor reception and in the Hall of Honor itself. So uh, for anybody who's listening who will be uh, uh, joining us in Denver at the end of September, certainly be sure to uh, check out the Hall of Honor as a whole. And uh, if you see Ben uh, walking around with any of his uh, his his team who may be represented there be sure to uh, uh, give him a shout out and let them know that you heard him on the podcast and uh, uh, help spread the word of, of the great work that they're doing with all of that uh, that'll be it for this episode of the ENA podcast we appreciate you listening and look forward to you joining us next time